Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is February 18th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well and in good spirits. Um, let's see, it's a nice and sunny Saturday. It's pretty crisp. I will say it's warming up a little bit. Got, we're at 44 degrees right now, I think, so that's nice. Um, you know, it, was, it was cold today. I had to do laundry, and I hate doing laundry when it's cold or raining. Well, snowing's probably the worst, but it's still, like, cold. But, um... Overall, went without a hitch. We love to see it. Food corner. I um, I'll give you two meals today. Uh, last night I made this like crazy little sampler bowl, I guess you could say, where it was bre- it was beef and broccoli, and then I had a, like pieces of chicken in there. Um, and then I had clams in there too, uh, like fried clams. So I, I made like this whole bowl of that. And then I made some noodles and I had them together with some egg rolls. Um, it was messy and I loved it. And then I woke up today and while I was doing laundry, I went to Jupiter Donuts and I got, um, this raspberry filled with like cream cheese icing on top. Like, I think they called it a, a raspberry swirl. Um, that was good. That was probably the best donut I had of the three. And I'm not really a raspberry guy. So me saying this is a good donut is like, ooh, they must have been doing something. Then I had a um, fried cinnamon roll. Doing a lot of fried, but that's kind of my theme. <laughs> uh, which I got to say was actually the bigger letdown. It was just such a thick donut. And by the time I got to it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is hard to eat. Um, and honestly, I gotta say, like, a normal cinnamon roll is just fine. That's okay. Like, sometimes I do ask myself as an American, have I gone too far? Like, is this too much? And and that's one where I I ask that sometimes. Um, and then I also got a glazed bow tie, or whatever they're called, the twist ones. Um, because that's just good. I, I, that's my favorite donut style to get, because I just feel like I'm getting more donut. I feel like I'm cheating the system when I get that. So that's me. That's the here and now. Uh, we can get into some news for this uh, for this Saturday episode um, from CBS News. Senior ISIS leader killed four troops and working dog wounded in northeast Syria raid. So um, this was definitely you know when I saw the whole title and everything, I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. I figured if we're talking about Syria, it would be about I don't know, like some aid or something like that coming their way. You know, maybe we're going to focus on fixing that. No, 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 no. We, um, we got, um, Hamza al-Hamzi. He's, he's dead now. Um, now he did, um, detonate a suicide vest and that is how the four American, uh, service workers, members, whatever they're calling them, and the dog, which I love that they're calling it a working dog. Um, obviously, yes, it's a service dog. Um, they were wounded. I think they are going to be, you know, set to do recovery. But this is a partnered mission alongside Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces, also known as the SDF, um, which is allied with the U.S. Um, let's see. Now, that being said, you know, I, I yuck on this whole thing, honestly, because like I said, I think it's very weird and cringe that at this time we're... So many people have died, and Syria needs a lot of help. 
it's crazy that the only help and assistance that we're providing is like, oh, we'll blow someone up for you. Like, we'll, we'll wipe them off the map. How about that? Is that cool? You like that? Um, so that that's a shame because, like, once again, they need more than diapers and shit like that. You know, the West can do more than just, like, I don't know, send a hit squad. But it did happen. And that being said, obviously, ISIS is not you know, a a super cool, awesome group. Like, they're doing bad things. They're taking advantage of people in a lot of shitty ways. Um, I heard a story on BBC where apparently there are people who are going to, they were doing truffle farming. And essentially, they are doing this to provide, you know, for their families. You know, this is a way of life for them. But they're very vulnerable when they're doing this. And on multiple occasions, ISIS members have come and, like, just killed all these people, like, murdered them. Um, obviously, that's super fucked up. That's super nasty. That's just a taste of the things that they are doing in, in you know, these kind of areas. So this is, like, you know, kind of looked at as a good thing, simply being spun as a good thing. But I immediately read that and was just like, but yet again, we are having issues with getting aid to people who are dead, dying, and rubble, you know? Um, so yeah, something to think about, something to talk about from ABC News. Service members killed in Black Hawk crash in Alabama identified. Uh, let's see. Um, let me read off the names of the guys. Gotta do some scrolling. Um, officer, Chief Warrant Officer 3, Daniel Wadham of Jolteon, Jolton, sorry, I'm, I was thinking Pokemon, my bad, of Jolton, um, who had 15 years of service and Chief Warrant Officer 3, Danny Randolph of Murfreesboro, um, who had 13 years of service. Uh, they died while operating a Black Hawk um, helicopter, and it wound up going down, like, over a highway in Alabama, right? Uh, um, sorry, this might be t- uh, Alabama-Tennessee border, sorry. I was like, wait a second, am I getting confused? Um, but yeah, these were two Tennessee National Guard pilots. And um, they did lose their lives. I don't think outside of that, though, there was any like other fatalities, um, which is good. But uh, the aircraft was a total loss. Not that that you know, obviously really matters in the sense when we're talking about the two men. Um, I haven't heard of any, like, what was the cause of it or anything like that. Maybe that might come out. We might revisit this. But... Definitely sad to hear about that. A very random occurrence. Um, Let's see. We're going to dart along to the next thing, though, from the BBC. Why why did Nicola Sturgeon resign as first minister? So I got to say, I've definitely been lacking on um, Scottish news. Uh, There's been a lot going on um, in terms of just their, their tussle for their own independence in the midst of everything that's going on with Brexit, they're like, hey, maybe this wasn't a good idea. We definitely shouldn't have maybe done this. And they're trying to find their own shit, make their own way. Um, but I figured this would be a good time to kind of enter the fray with, I guess, this whole um, Nicola Sturgeon departure. Kind of talk about some things. Um, but let's see. Nicola Sturgeon caught everyone on or caught everyone out on Wednesday when she announced her intention to resign as First Minister of Scotland. She said the funeral of independence activist Alan Angus on Tuesday had cemented her decision. So, 
essentially this article kind of goes into some of the reasons why she had made that decision. Um, and I mean, it's it definitely like, it, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> that's, that's an easy way to say it. Um, but like I kind of referenced earlier, they're um, definitely trying to fight for their own independence. That's part of the goal. Um, also in talking about Sturgeon, we're also talking about the uh, Scottish National Party or the SNP. Uh, I, I believe they're more of a moderate, maybe you might want to say a moderate left kind of party, but it seems like they're really trying to like not take that label. They're really maybe trying to be like centrist, if you will. But um, I will say from some of the stuff I've I've heard from Sturgeon, I I like I like what she's talking about, even though in some ways it's it's been praised and also uh, you know. Uh, appalled maybe I'm not the perfect word I'm looking for but you know it's definitely caused some static from sides of the aisle like some people like her some people don't like her some people like where the party is going under her leadership some people haven't so um like I said independence is a big thing you know they're they're trying to figure that out work that out um and that's a whole matrix of issues whether or not that's going to work out um which, because it's weird, because, like, when it comes to Scotland, they are tied to the UK. Um, there are things like the King's Ascent, which I just learned about reading this article, where it's like, they can pass their bill and things of that nature and be like, oh, okay, yay, we did it. But if they don't get the King's Ascent, a.k.a. the approval from the UK, then it doesn't matter. It's null and void. So it's like, what? Like, that would be so shitty to feel like, hey, excuse me, we're our own country, we're our own peoples, and... We still got to go to these motherfuckers on a whole other island, like, make sure we're good. Um, but, I mean, hey, that is, like, a kind of a tale as old as time, I guess. Uh, I have been, this is, once again, a little bit more personal news. For fun, I like to listen to a lot of uh, history podcasts. I listen to a lot of just random shit. But I have been learning a little bit from the history of England. And, you know, they're just constantly doing a lot of, like, hey, you're a part of us. We're all a group now. And it's like, no, we're not. And they just spend ages fighting about it over and over. And it's like, you know, you got, you got the, you know, the Scottish people, you got Irish people, you got all kinds of people being like trying to fight this blob that is UK, that is England, that is constantly conquering. Um, and I mean, this is kind of that in terms of their fight for independence. So that's been an issue on the docket for her. Um, also, another issue is gender reform. Um, when the MSP, which is the members of the Scottish party, voted in December to pass the gender recognition reform bill by 86 votes to 39, it marked a key staging point which had involved hours of debate, months of division, and years of passionate campaigning on both sides. Shouts of shame on you from some protesters in the public gallery came alongside cheers and a standing ovation from others, summing up the split opinion. Uh, Nicholas Sturgeon said the bill was about reforming an existing process that is degrading and traumatic for trans people, seeking to make it less traumatic for those who want to legally change their gender, which is a very important thing. Um, actually, the key thing I feel like is this for me? And this is what kind of got me in. And I was like, all right, I'm definitely going to talk about this. I got this random um, news article from like the Daily Beast. And it was slamming 
I mean, I don't want to say it was slamming. I, I really just couldn't even bring myself to read too much of it. But essentially, it slanted the conversation saying that, hey, the big reason that she resigned is because of this gender reform uh, policy and stance. Um, there was a fallout that led from a transgender prisoner. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to think if I can find the name of the person. Um, Isla Bryson. And um, she, well, I should, I should say they. Um, cause she doesn't identify now as they, they don't identify as a man or a woman, but essentially they were a rapist before. And so this is when they were a man and now in the process of they're changing their gender and this has caused a whole situation of like, well, where are we going to place this person? Where are they going to go? And I think currently now they are in a male prison because you need this certificate to um be officially you know declared as a woman and this has caused a whole situation because they're saying hey are we really going to put a rapist in a in a female prison you know this person isn't biologically a woman so they just shouldn't be there and it's it's caused this whole derision so like i said the daily beast article or no this might have been a new york post maybe i'm giving too much trash on the daily beast but both are rag fucking news places so i try not to get too much news out of them but it's just a shame that that becomes such a conversation for people um for me this is really what i i would prefer to talk about and try to i don't know diffuse or whatever or really just make my stance like known on like it's because I think a lot of times people make this about, like, dumb shit, like the Harry Potter game. Which, hey, if that is what you want to, you know, fight about and do, okay. But at the end of the day, these are the issues that are really, like, fucking up people's lives. And it's a shame that you're taking the situation of a person who may or may not be abusing the situation or whatever. But regardless of the morals there, they are an exception to it. This is not the mass of people who do want to have the ability to identify as who they want to be and you're blocking because you're like, oh, well, you're just, you're just not biologically what you say you are. So we just can't accept that. Like, the, 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 I, it's so weird here to hear that, oh, well, we want to accept people as transgender. We want you to be able to, to be who you are, but like, this might infringe on equality. And it's like, how, 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 how are you saying that? And they're like, well, you see, you're not biologically who you are, so, like, you're going to go into a, a biological woman's restroom or a male's restroom, and you're going to fuck it all up. It's like, how, man? How? And once again, they will use this whole idea of, like, well, if you're a trans woman, you are just potentially going to be become a rapist. Like, they always find a way to make this conversation here. And I'm telling you, you are using exceptions to the rule to make your point. And I hate that shit. It makes me very upset. Um, it, it just drives me up a fucking wall. Because, like I said, that is not every trans person. Like, you use those same arguments when it's people of color saying, like, oh, we can't let these animals into our our towns and our places and da 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 because all they're gonna do is rape our women and do this or that or the third it's like you insert this crazy narrative into the conversation and then you use examples of these people and it's like no these people are bad people that's it period like it doesn't matter whether or not you think like oh this is a person is like 
good or bad are going to do good or bad things if she was in this female prison. At the end of the day, this is about people having the right to be who they are. And they should just be accepted as such. That's that's how I feel about it. Um, I don't know. Maybe that catches flack, catches static. Um, but I don't want to spend too much time on this particular part of it. I think, once again, that's why I didn't go along with the New York Post article. is because there was more to it than just this. There was multiple things. Um, some other issues is there is strikes. Um, so there's growing unrest within the public sector over pay. Um, the teachers unions rejected a deal on Wednesday. Um, so naturally that's not a good sign. You know, that's going to naturally cause more unrest, more, you know, controversy here. Um, so you can understand where it's like, you're kind of seeing all this kind of mounting up. And if you're the person who's the first minister, as they, they say for, um, the S and P it's like, damn, like this is already hot. I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. You know what I mean? And you're doing this every day. You're dealing with this kind of controversy every day. Um, but Hey, I'm not even done yet. Um, let's see the Peter Morell loan. Now, Peter Morell is, I believe, um, Miss Sturgeon's husband, um, let's see. And also the S&P's chief executive. And he loaned more than a hundred thousand pounds to the party, which I'm like, that's crazy to do. Don't like, I don't know that that definitely already seems a little shysty to me. Um, but granted it's supposed to help out cash flow, um, after the last election, but she's been getting grilled over that. The S&P has also been under investigation over the past 18 months after questions were raised about the fate of a 600,000 pound, um, over 600,000 pounds that was raised from supportive supporters in 2017 for the purposes of a future referendum campaign. So, I mean, all of this is adding up. I'm sure there's more too that's not mentioned in this article. Um, but she's just burnt out. Um, we've talked about this a little bit in terms of um, Jacinda Arden, who was the PM for New Zealand. I'm glad they mentioned that in this article because it definitely seems to be very akin to that. Um, she's looking towards the future for her party, for her own self. And it's like, look, this just makes sense for me now to just to just bow out. Now, I don't know in terms of what the future is going to hold for the party, for the S&P. We will see. And now that I've kind of gotten a chance to talk about it, I feel like it's kind of opened up the, the gates for that. So there you go. Um, from NBC News, transgender community mourns death of British teen found stabbed to death. Uh, Brianna Gay was found dead, was found dead with visible stab wounds in a park in Warrington, England, police said Sunday. So, I mean, this is obviously an unrelated thing. We're moving from Scottish shit to British shit. Um, but all the same, this is a very sad situation. Uh, Gay, who was 16 years old, just a kid. Um, she was found in Warrington, England, uh, in a park. This is 16 miles away from Manchester. Manchester. Um... Let's see, police said they have arrested two teenagers, both 15 years old, of uh, suspicion of murder. Uh, it's, it, it's a sad situation, man. I don't, like, I don't, and, and they're not saying, the police are saying this isn't hate-related, but um, I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I, I'm already saying that. I feel sus to me. I just don't know. I don't have more details on it. I wish I did. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll read a little bit here, though. Uh, Gay's family said in a statement released through local authorities that she was a much-loved and larger-than-life character who would leave a lasting impression on all that met her. The loss of her young life has left a massive hole in our family, and we know that the teachers and her friends who were involved in her life will feel the same. Um, and it sucks too because this 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 fight that Brianna's had to have it's not over even in death. Like the situation is in the UK where you literally, if you don't have a certificate or whatever, you know, you aren't considered who you identify as. So essentially, on her death certificate, she might literally be dead named, which if you don't know, you know, what that means, it's essentially you're bringing up a person's name that they had before they transitioned, and you're saying, well, this is who that person was, that's that's their name. Um, people will have done that to um Elliot Page uh, that's like a, a good example for people in the states um but um I don't know it what is it JK Rowling does get mentioned here um in terms because we're just talking about turf shit um which is something I I have to bring up what that means I've, I've said that before um but that is a trans exclusionary radical feminists or turfs um Though that term turf has kind of been used a little bit more now, like I've called, <laughs> I've called Dave Chappelle turf, because uh, essentially you're just you're you're doing the same kind of rhetoric, you're you're spouting the same kind of bullshit, um, and not to get too much on a tangent on J.K. Rowling, but um, I don't know, she's been in the new the news recently. The New York Times put this like big old splashy um, opinion, which I you gotta love a good old opinion article because that's real news. Um, but they put this big old article up about, like, in defense of J.K. Rowling, which, like, get the fuck out of here, bro. She don't need no goddamn defense, man. She literally wrote a fucking nearly 4,000-page goddamn essay about what's a real woman. Like, and she's like, people are just getting me miscon- they're just getting me so confused. Like, no, 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 dude, they're not getting you confused on this. You are saying this very boldly, very loudly, how you feel about the transgender community. Like, and you're trying to make it like, no, no, I just care about women. I just care about women. I just care about myological women. Like, no, dude, <laughs> it, it, it's out of pocket to me. It will forever be out of pocket to me. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, I do like that they, they include this here. I want to read this. Um, da, 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 da. Has become an outspoken critic of trans rights in a nearly 4,000 word blog post. In 2020, um, she said, allowing trans women to use women's bathrooms and changing rooms would make a cisgender woman less safe. Uh, which that statement then is saying, you just don't believe then that trans women are real women. You think that deep down, they're just a man who just took off their penis or they just are no longer considering themselves a man anymore. And it's like, then you have a problem there. There's a gap in your understanding. That's, that's my beliefs on this shit. Um, but that is an anti-trans talking point that research has debunked. So people have gone into it. And that is why I say shit like when you talk about the rape issue with, um, you know, 
in the last article with Isla or whatever. Those are extreme situations that you are bringing up and trying to say, oh, oh, this is every person. We have to worry about this every time. Like, no, no, like that's not the case. Um, so, yeah, I mean, also there was a British newspaper called The Times that had dead named gay um, that is published. They published her name that she went by before her transition. Yeah. So, I mean... It's a shame that people have to constantly have this fight over and over, day after day. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I had a salve for it. I wish I had a solution. But I feel like the best thing I can do is talk about these issues. Um, I actually randomly just picked up the whole story about Brianna Gay while I was listening to um, a live stream. You know, someone was talking about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's fucking crazy. So I wanted to, you know, talk about it here. Um, let's see. Now we're gonna we're gonna move back to the states. We're gonna mosey back on to America. Um, and we're gonna talk about Nikki Haley, Haley Nikki, <laughs> um, from CNN. Nikki Haley kicked off 2024 presidential campaign with calls for a new generation of leadership. Now, um, more or less, this is a this is a um, you know, this is much. <laughs> much of a story honestly but um this is gonna be something that plays out into the future um with her not uh, you know announcing her her bid for you know president it's a big deal um let's see she is a twice elected governor of south carolina uh, i believe she also was the uh u.n ambassador under trump uh if i'm not mistaken Yes, she was America's ambassador to the United Nations under Trump. Um, so, I mean, she she definitely has credentials. And um, she's also pretty young, 51 years old. Um, so she's, she's quote-unquote, has a shot. I, you definitely got to say that. Um, she did put out a whole um, campaign announcement thing. I listened to it. Uh, I got to be honest, it's a very, very sleepy, excuse me, a very sleepy watch. It's it, it's a textbook thing. Um, I gotta say, with Nikki Haley, she definitely says like all of the, the 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 good old GOP talking points. So I think she appeals to a lot of people. I will say she even takes a step further and appeals to like almost a moderate thing where she goes like, "Hey, I don't believe that if you're you know over seventy five that you should just be." A president, you should just be leading the country. Um, she says that there should be mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75, which, of course, Biden checks out his old ass and Donald Trump, who is 76. So, oh, also a little fun tangential news. Uh, Biden just got his physical, which is like a big deal. I guess all the presidents take their physical and then they tell people like, hey, I'm fit and he's fit. All right. <laughs> that walking cadaver. But um. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good ring. That's a good buzz. Um, she also um, has called for term limits for members of Congress, which I think is a good thing. But then she goes on to, like, other talking points that are very conservative. Uh, strengthening border security, a.k.a. keeping out all the illegals. Um, increasing domestic oil and gas production, which is, like, a.k.a. we should be making our own oil. We should be burning up our own fucking shits. Um, 
let's see, uh, condemned bailouts for big businesses, which gotta say, kind of like, but then here we go. And then she talks about communist China will end up on the ash heap of history. Um, very spicy, but that's very classic, you know, Republican talk. But obviously, like I said, more to her effect, she is definitely potentially getting a woman vote, which is, you know, a good thing. I've equated her to a red Hillary Clinton, if you will. But um, also, she potentially might get a minority vote, even though it's not something that she personally, I feel, pushes, um, which you can say is like, oh, that's such a good thing. That's so admirable. Or you can say is like, well, okay, cool. Good flex that you're just not trying to make that a talking point, I guess. But um, she is a um, Indian American and, um, you know, has you know mixed heritage, which is cool. Awesome. You know, we love to see that. We, we stand that. Um, but I don't know. My personal feelings on the issue or not issue, but on this situation is, um, like I said, she has a quote unquote shot. I don't think she's beating Donald Trump. I think Trump kind of is not worried about her. Um, he said in a quote that he is happy for her to, to run. He's like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he feels threatened by her. I think the second he does, he's going to do the same old, you know, mudslinging that he does. He's going to come up with a cute nickname or come, come up with some funny thing to say. And his base is going to go nuts. They're going to eat it up. I mean, literally, what is it? I think sometime this week he called Ron DeSantis Meatball Ron, and literally people are losing their minds. They're like, oh my God, he's so funny. <laughs> I guess Ron DeSantis is shaped like a meatball. Like, dude isn't even that fat, bro. Like, you can say, like, Chris Christie jokes. Sure, hit him up at the buffet, meme him ass out. Like, fine, but I don't know if that's going to work on Ron DeSantis. But that being said, it doesn't matter if the joke works. It only matters if the people laugh. And I guarantee you these Trump, these Trumpers, they love him. They love him. So, I mean, it remains to be seen how well she's going to do. Um, I think in the polls, like I said, she's under DeSantis, maybe like a little bit above Pence. So, you know, who knows? Um so far, though, it's, so, it's just Trump and Nikki Haley who have actually thrown their hats in the ring. Uh, Joe Biden still hasn't. Ron DeSantis still hasn't. Pence is mulling it over. Um, and what is it? There's like Mike Pompeo. Oh, fuck, what a fucking nerd, dude. Fuck him. <laughs> we'll see. But um, I wanted to talk about Haley and, um, you know, put my two cents in on that. And uh, we got one more thing to do before I let y'all go. Oh boy. Oh. All right, sorry about that. Just hit my little break. From USA Today, Justice Department drops sex trafficking probe of Representative Matt Gates without charges, lawyers say. So, sadly, I'm not really ending on good news here. It's a shame. Um, but. The Justice Department just has formally decided that they're just not going to go after Gates. And um, this was something I talked about a little bit um, last year. And it's part of the reason why I just fucking hate this slimy motherfucker. I, I don't like I don't like him. I don't like him. Um, but Gates, who is a um, Florida Republican representative. So, of course, you know, he's a dreamboat. 
Um, he's been under investigation for years on suspicion of having sex with a 17-year-old and allegedly paying for her to travel with him. Um, Gates, who's 40 years old, also married, you know, all that. Um, so he's just doing all the right things if you're a classic Republican. Um, what am I saying? If you're just a politician, let me not lie. Let me not lie. <laughs> let me not put no sugar on this shit. Um, said he cooperated with federal, federal investigators and strongly denied the allegations. Now, this all came to light after the arrest of Joel Greenberg, um, formerly a Gates family friend and Florida tax collector. Um, as part of a plea agreement, Greenberg was sentenced to 11 years in prison for sex trafficking of a minor and other offenses. He pleaded guilty to six federal crimes, including identity theft, stalking, wire fraud, and conspiracy to bribe a public official. Prosecutors said he paid at least one girl to have sex with him and other men. Greenberg's lawyer didn't immediately respond to the request for comment. Um, but yeah, there's this thing, uh, the Department of Justice is like, we just don't have enough. And uh, I think they said something about the witnesses being like unreliable. Ooh, excuse me. So it looks like there's the nail on the head there. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm going to leave you guys though with a quote. I forgot this and I'm sorry I had to. So there is good news. I got a really fucking good old belly laugh here. Um, and I'll leave you with this before I let you go. This is from um, Nikki Haley's campaign bullshit. Um, it's a quote, and, it, and like I said, it just tickled me pink. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. That's fucking, that, that's some girl boss shit. Goddamn, goddamn, go off, queen. <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. A stiletto pump in the balls. It do hit different. It do do hit different. Um, but that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I I'm not going to even chill for this episode. We'll skip it. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah. <laughs>